0: BLOB TALK RADIO to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener. Welcome if you're listening for the very first time, and hello to all of you who will be listening at a later time via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and as well as hello to all of my blog talk radio and those who may be joining me in the chat room as well as um, online. I hope you're having a great start to your week. I know a lot of you out there are celebrating the life and the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. by doing something within your community. So I just want to say hello to all of you. And I want to thank all of you who joined me at the Philadelphia Home Show this weekend. I was there yesterday. I was there today. So I truly want to just thank all of you out there for joining me. Well, of course, today's sponsor is Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. You want to listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want, and you can get a free copy when you sign up for a 30-day free trial when you go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. Well, tonight, we are going to be talking about getting free from debt. Freedom from Debt, Freeing Yourself from Debt, and our guest tonight is Tara Colquitt. Unfortunately, she couldn't be at two places at the same time, so we pre-recorded her interview, and it was and it is very informative. And of course, in the next half hour, I will be providing you with tips and Taylor's tip time on just, of course, how to manage the paperwork as you work through um, clearing and eliminating and freeing yourself from debt. And, of course, I have my product suggestion, my app suggestion, as well as my repurpose suggestion for the week. But before um, we listen to Tara's, who is the credit woman's interview, I wanted to share a few statistics that I found on a website, Nerd Wallet, And it was written by Mr. Tim Chen. And it says the average U.S. household credit card debt stands at 15611 counting only those households carrying debt. Based on an analysis of the Federal Reserve statistics and other government data, the average household owes $7,283 on their cards. Looking only at in debt households, the average outstanding balance rises to 15000 and here are the statistics trends studies and methodologies behind the average US household debt and this as of December 2014 average credit card debt as i said earlier is 15,611 average mortgage debt is 155,192 average student loan debt is about 32,264 in total American consumers owe 11.74 trillion in debt an increase over last year by 3.3% 882.6 billion in credit card debt 8.14 trillion in mortgages 1.13 trillion in student loans and that is an average of increase of 8% from last year which is why Because we're at the beginning of the year, we make New Year's resolutions to get organized, lose weight, eat healthier, and tackle our finances. And I thought this would be a great time to bring on Tara, the credit woman, to talk about really freeing ourselves from debt. So Tara Colquitt, the credit woman, assists clients in learning to manage credit, manage, and debt to create opportunities in real estate, job creation, slash retention, and overall Financial health. She has actively assisted clients in credit counseling, money management, debt eliminations, and negotiations. In other cases, she has assisted small business owners who have mixed credit scores that interfere with their ability to secure business contracts. So now, just get your pens, your papers, your tablets, your smartphones. Or just listen, because you know this show is archived, but just sit and listen and hear what nuggets Tara has to share with us this evening. Well, listeners, I am so excited because I have Tara Colquitt, the credit woman, returning to us, and she's going to talk about freeing us from debt, credit, all of that stuff that we probably have accumulated that we shouldn't have over the holiday season.
1: So welcome, Tara. Hey, Janet. It is so good to talk to you. You talk about um, I inspire you. I have a clutter issue. I'm your poster child. So (laughs) (laughs) this is a win-win for everyone involved. So thank you so much for inviting me back to the show. Well, you inspired me because
0: I have been 300-plus days without using any of my credit cards.
1: No matter...
0: How things get, it's like, nope, and I always, uh, that's my confession in the morning, I will not use my credit card today, and that's what I've done. Yeah, so, and I'm, you know, watching my balances go down, watching my credit
1: score go up, so I wanted Mm -hmm. to share that with you. Yay! Yay, wonderful. (laughs) And that's what what it takes. It takes a daily commitment to not doing something negative which you know we all have something that we need to do when it comes to credit it usually is about your spending so um that's a great place to start and i love that every day that you say that because that's how you have to do it you have to do it day by day
0: yeah and that's what i did i started one day two days and then i started marking the calendars and i'm like <gasps> i'm up to three <gasps> So I'm, sorry. I, I, I'm just excited. But before we get started into the questions, I just want people to learn, like how did you start doing what you do, Tara, as the credit woman?
1: As the credit woman, well, it came out of all this um, kind of, you know, back in the mid-2000s, it was a really big, um, I know they called it recession, but it felt like a depression for a lot of people because mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. lost things that they can't get back. And at that time, I was also going through a divorce. So it was a lot of changes going on in my own life. And I could see how, um, with those changes, how I always tell people life can affect your credit and your money. So as I was revamping who I was, because I was also working with my ex-husband in the business, I could see how other people were going through the same crisis through un and underemployment. And death, divorce, and health issues always affect your finances. So I had to do something new, and I wanted to stay in the realm of helping people. And I knew credit and real estate was something I really understood. So that's how I started my business back in uh, 2006, 2007.
0: Well, thank goodness for all of us out here who follow you.
1: Thank goodness because
0: you <laughs> to provide so many tips and techniques and just strategies for us to really better manage our credit and our debt. So, Tara, one of the things that um, the resolutions that people make every year in January Mm -hmm. is um, getting out of debt. And why is it that so many people, they make the resolution in January, the goal in January, but unfortunately they aren't able to, at the end of the year, look back and say they've achieved that goal or, you know, accomplished that resolution?
1: Right. Well, you know, I call myself a credit counselor. I don't. Fix your credit. I counsel you in what you need to do. And Mm -hmm. so I believe that really comes out of um, my fourth question, out of four questions when I ask people, you know, if I can help them, their why has to be so big. The why Mm -hmm. of everything has to be so big for you to accomplish anything. So if your why of getting out of debt is not big, and because for a lot of people spending money, I don't actually have this particular issue. I don't really care about new clothes or shoes or things like that. I don't I don't have to eat out. I don't have to spend a lot of money. But for a lot of people, that gives them deep pleasure. So therefore, to take away that pleasure really feels like denial. And so, um, like I don't go out on um, Black Friday. I do like to go out after the holidays because mm-hmm. they're trying to get rid of everything. But even then... You should use cash. What people do is they use the credit card because they pay it down, and they they charge it right back up, and so they never get down to being debt-free because they're always in debt. I say start right now of following your spending plan, and a spending plan really is what you really do as a budget is what you want to do (laughs) because that feels like a diet. We all spend money make a resolution to say, I'm only going to spend what I can afford. And that's hard for people to look at.
0: Mm. And that you know, and that's good that you say that because I remember I was window shopping with a friend. We were supposed to be going out to lunch, and, of course, you're walking down the street, things catch your eyes. And mm-hmm. you know, we went in the store and we saw this beautiful jacket. Well, the jacket was $800. And <laughs> I told her, I said, you know, I can't justify this. Yes, Because if I put money on this, and this means that money somewhere else is not going to get allocated. And right. to me, this is living money. This is money I need to, $800 is money I need to live. I need a roof. I exactly. need utilities. I need this. So, yeah, that is a good thing because I, I do those self-talks to myself too. I'm like, do I really, really need this? And I, like you, I started, I like to go out and eat, but I pay cash. Right,
1: so you I pay cash, I that means th- you have the money Because yeah. everything else should be paid for first mm-hmm, Like, I mm-hmm. love electricity So I <laughs> pay that electricity bill first Because it makes all the rest of my life go around I can't charge my phone,
0: I can't yeah. get on my computer
1: I mean, electricity is yeah. not a, an essential service to live But it's an essential service to be in business And for yeah. most of us to live our lives
0: And you're right, you're so right about that So you already started um, sharing some of the ways. What are some other ways people can really get started in this new year on just how to make some debt resolutions for themselves and their family? Because that's an impact. And their
1: families. And, and, And actually that's a very good point because I know for a lot of people it's the holiday season and they want to have the special Christmas. Your Christmas can be special without going out and getting a lot of things. It really can, because you're usually with family and friends, and that's the specialness of it, because no day is promised. So when I say to people, how do you get started? Uh, emotionally, what is most important to you? It, you have to put what's most important to you. That's how you really get started with your why, because your why will drive everything else. But what is the nuts and bolts of it? you got to look at how you spend your money. You have to look at your relationship with your money, To get started, write down what do you spend. You have your big rocks, which is your mortgage or rent and your utilities, car payments, things like that. But it's those little small things that usually get people out of kilter with their spending plan. So first, just write down what you spend. Take the first two weeks of the month. And I, I joke with people and say, you shouldn't have more than $20 in, in your wallet or in your purse because when you have cash, cash dissipates. And if you keep it as a $20 bill, you'll really look at it and say, do I need to spend this? I will spend change before I break my 20 because I know the 20 is important. It's important to keep that 20 That's my emergency $20 bill. Everything else I try to put on my de- debit card, not even a credit card, a debit card because that means I still have cash somewhere to spend money. And I look at that. Every day. <laughs> so, do I still have money to spend? Because if not, then, I, you know, I don't spend any money. Credit for me is when it's an emergency. Ah, the heater went down. I can I have to, you know, pay my, my HVAC guy. Um, God forbid if, you know, you really have some kind of emergency with your car or your health, you need to have that. The, the credit card should really be for emergency. But everything else to get started Look at your cash on hand, write it down, and then start really following that. How can you really eliminate some areas of spending? And I like it. Which I know is going into the second, into the next question is is you have to eliminate something. You have to get something better. You're going to have to release something else.
0: Mm. And that is good. That that is true. I mean. Yeah, I like the fact that you said the twenty because you're right. You look at that twenty you like I don't really want to break this twenty because sometimes I will get the change if it's a dollar and sixteen cents. I will open up my little change section and give them exactly yeah. sixteen cents because I want to break anything else. <laughs> exactly,
1: um, exactly.
0: But you're right about the the emergency because basically since I'm on the East Coast and everybody else Midwest West Coast. I Mm -hmm. like to save my my credit card for travel just in case I have to travel somewhere unexpectedly, Mm -hmm. so that's a good idea. But you did start talking about just stuff that we need to eliminate, and I think sometimes that's a little hard, but I think if you, what you said in the beginning, the why you're getting out of debt. For me, I just want the freedom, one, of not having the debt, but also the Mm -hmm. freedom of really having more cash on hand because I look at you know, what I put out every month and interest charges and things like yeah. that. So what are some of the things that, you know, when you sit down with clients that you share that, okay,
1: maybe you need to eliminate this out of your budget? Well, one of my favorite things to eliminate is everyone has a routine, and especially mm-hmm. if you have to I, – I work from home, so I kind of, uh, you know, I, I tell people what to do, but I don't have the same temptations of, okay. of what – is done because I would have to go out to go mm. to get my coffee or get my breakfast or something while they are on their way to mm. work. So the hardest temptation usually is people have their routine of where they stop for their coffee or their breakfast. Or mm-hmm. they they really want that great lunch from that wonderful uh, <laughs> restaurant or, um, you know, wherever is your favorite eatery to go to. But when you start adding that up, I had one client who was spending almost $300 a month on breakfast and lunch. Wow. still <laughs> so buying groceries, of course. But $300, wow. that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. It was a big <laughs> part of her spending. And because of where she worked, uh, it had an internal cafeteria and really mm. great food. She only had to swipe her card, and mm. it just came right out for pay. So she never felt it until she looked at it.
0: Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I felt her pain
1: there. <laughs> yes, and she felt that pain. And once she felt that pain, she started bringing in her lunch. Mm-hmm. She started bringing in her lunch because she's like, I could take that money. And at that particular time, she had a senior in high school. And, mm-hmm. of course, there was going to be other issues to pay for uh, at that time. You know, senior, you have all these mm-hmm. wonderful senior things, but they cost mm-hmm. money. And she's like, I don't know how I'm going to afford it. Well, you know, taking in her breakfast and lunch. And even, I tell people, you don't have to do it every day. Just reduce it. Start with twice a week. And you start reducing what you're spending out. And then you kind of get, hey, this feels pretty good. Because you should take that money. It's not just the saving of the money, but taking the money physically and putting it somewhere else. Whether it's in a jar, put it in exchange, or or something where you can't see the dollars, because, you know, the dollars get tempting. Uh, (laughs) So... You put it somewhere where it's out the way, and at the end of the month, you can see exactly what you saved just on one item that you reduced your cost, mm-hmm. which is usually it's food. Now, the second thing I see a lot of, and I had to be physician healed myself, is um, cable. Cable is a very expensive commodity that people That's don't right. even think of until they really look at their numbers, mm-hmm. and I would joke with people and say, "I know everyone's paying 100, 120 dollars for cable." When I looked at my own cable, I was horrified. <laughs> it took me a couple years to look at it too, because my kids were younger, and instead of them going out to the movies, they could order things on cable, and mm-hmm. you know, it was like stay home. It was cheaper to have cable at one time than mm-hmm. after they became adults, young adults. Mm-hmm. And so the thing is, what might have worked for you a couple years ago, you have to review every at least once a year, but maybe even every few months, to see mm-hmm. if that's still working for you. Because now they have all this other streaming mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, services that are pennies on the dollar of what the cable is. So you really have to look at different things. And your phone bill. Oh, my goodness. I don't even <laughs> want to talk about phone bill because I was caught in a contract. And, you know, you have to pay to get out of the contract, and that feels mm-hmm. horrible to pay, but sometimes you need to do that. I, you know, if anyone who, who just kept the same service for 10, 15 years, that was me, you need to look at it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and those are some good suggestions. I mean, especially because I saw a post on Facebook of a woman, and she said, does anybody um, have any issues? She said, we have all these channels. We pay mm-hmm. all this money. There's really nothing on TV. What are nothing some of on other people doing out there in regards to mm-hmm. television? She said, I would mm-hmm. love to know. And it's right. I mean, the other day I'm just flicking through. I'm like, my goodness, I watch maybe five, ten channels at that. and I Exactly. Thousands. <laughs> thousands exactly. Of channels.
1: I'm
0: like, hmm. So, But I wanted to comment on the lunch. You are so right about the lunch because um, – I recently finished a three-year contract where I was on site two days a week. And, of Mm -hmm. course, you know, I'm there. I want to, you know, at least two days a week. It was great for me because I I had, you know, people to have a conversation with. We would go out to lunch. But I had to learn that Mm -hmm. when they went out to lunch, because this one gentleman, he found where you could get lunch for $5. And I said, can we... (laughs) There, I'm like, can we? You know, I put all pride, shame, whatever aside. Can we do that? Because I cannot do the twenty. That is just not. Twenty dollar lunches is is just not. Now, every now and then, I'll treat myself. You know, maybe every couple of months, when our restaurant week comes around, I'll enjoy Mm -hmm. myself. But no, can we do the five dollar lunch where you get a soda, some chips, and a sandwich? (laughs) And I was so happy. So sometimes you know it you just have to be vocal about really staying within a budget.
1: So, definitely and 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 especially for business owners because you know, we don't get a paycheck. Mm-mm. We do work and get paid. It's different Mm-mm. from a paycheck. And a lot of times um for business owners, they really have to look at their bottom line and that's the hardest thing to do. That sometimes you truly have to say no or you even have to put a line item in your budget for what's my networking expenses. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because, you know, you might want to go to everything, but every time there's usually some kind of meal costs involved in that or, or even a small fee. $10 is not a lot of money until you do it 10 times. That's $100. Yeah. yeah. So And and, right. and that's nothing. It's, it's the other things that are $40, $50. Ooh-hoo-hoo. Yes, follow your <laughs> spending plan to make sure you
0: can <laughs> afford this. That is so important. I know, yeah. Or the hundred fifty
1: dollars ticket price. Oh, please, please. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, all right. I always next. gear up for them. I like. I know when I'm going to certain events because they're yeah. annual mm-hmm. events, and like, I know in March there's something going on. It's a seventy-five dollar ticket. I start putting mm-hmm. away twenty-five dollars out of the budget each time. Okay, it's going for for that particular um, piece. So yeah. I'm ready for it because seventy-five dollars. Okay, I can pay a bill with seventy-five dollars, yeah. and that's just yeah. one event.
0: Yeah, and that's the same thing with memberships, too. You have to gear yes. yourself up for memberships because sometimes they can, you know, that yearly membership fee, but you've got mm-hmm. to really prepare over a year. So, yes. Terry, you've given us some wonderful tips, and I actually have a question. But So a person said, okay, hey, this is the year. I'm going to do it. I'm going to tackle my debt. What are some things that that they can just do, simple things or you know, long term that they really need to do in order to get themselves out. Because I think sometimes people think this is overnight. It is not. Depending is on how it's not much,
1: overnight, definitely. Yeah,
0: depending on how much you know you owe. But what are some things that people need to do, or what are some things people need to eliminate out, out of their lives? I mean, I've had to, you know, unfortunately had to eliminate my some uh, one shopper friend. She just wanted right. to go shopping all the time, and I'm like, can't we do right. something else? I mean, we got the trees and the water and the, <laughs> and the walking path. Do we always have to get together to go shopping? Can't we just go for a walk, sit on the bench,
1: yes. reconnect? <laughs> right. So, <laughs> well, you know, that's that's always a a great way to really look at what's important in your life. And some people are, they're, I won't say limited, but it, maybe they actually have the finances to do it. You know, mm-hmm. once a week. I, I joked with one one client. She and her two daughters and her mother-in-law, or her mother, they went out every weekend shopping. I said, every weekend? Okay. I'm sorry. You're going. To, you're not going to have enough money because it was every weekend, and they bought a little bit. That was a lot because, of course, their spending plan did not really look at that, and they were trying to purchase a home. When after three months, he's like, I'm so proud of myself. We have not gone shopping. You have to get the people in your life to be on board to what you want to accomplish. So if you have a family, it's good to have a family meeting to say, this is what the goal, this is what the vision is. Hey, do a vision board of what it's going to look like on the other side because there is an the other side to becoming debt-free, whether it is to purchase a home, be able to invest better, just be less stressed, about the the debt that you owe, there's a lot that's uh, so important when you make that uh, real goal and real determination to go forward. If you don't have a family, I say find an accountability partner or even if you have a family that's not thinking of the same way, find someone that is on the same journey with you because then instead of going out to dinner, let's make a great recipe. Okay, let's get together and watch our favorite show on one of those streaming channels, okay? <laughs> that doesn't cost <laughs> as much as cable because that's what it takes. It really takes um, changing the way you've been doing everything else. And and I always tell people, because I never want someone to feel like they don't have anything, like they go to work or mm-hmm. I live my life and I'm just always, it's mm-hmm. elimination or I can't do certain things. Make small changes. Very, very small change, But the small changes lead up to the big changes. So it's not so much elimination, it's replacement. What are you going to, you're not going to do this because there's a healthier way to do this over here. So I know for myself, um, I love reading. I used to buy books all the time. Well, there's something called a free library, okay? <laughs> I started going to the library. But I really love to own books. I had to get over that. You don't have to own the book. When's the next time you're going to read this book? I'm getting a little bit up in age. I don't have the same time. I used to read books two, three times like every ten years. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for that. I really just don't. I got that new grandbaby. I need to be reading the same old books to him, which is not my books. okay? So these are the things you start replacing uh, something that you used to do with something that's even better.
0: Yeah, and and I like your idea about the accountability partner because I have a friend who um, we're both working on our debt and we both just kind of encourage each other. And we went to, we took my guy kids to Merlin and instead of, Buying sandwiches and food and everything, we made lunch. Oh,
1: definitely. So, yes.
0: You know, so when you got teenagers, hey, every you know, <laughs> they they can eat. But, <laughs> but those are some of the little things that that you do, and 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 I, I agree having that vision board too, because I have one and I see the things that I want to do. I want to be able to travel whenever and wherever I want, and mm-hmm. not have to worry about all the other stuff, all the expenses. It's like, hey, I got the money, I put it aside, so now I can just go and have some fun. So I do like that.
1: But I do have a question for you. (laughs)
0: Yes. Um, And actually, it's me. Um, As you know, I'm I'm paying down my debt, et cetera. uh, And one, uh, well, actually two credit cards in particular have Mm -hmm. a fee attached to it. Now, Mm. when I got them, you know, I really wasn't thinking, and I just got advice from somebody so that's passed. I did call them and ask them, mm-hmm. you know, I've been a good client, paying on time. Can we figure out how we can eliminate this? Because I've got credit cards with other companies, and I have like a uh, a credit line that's three times this, and I don't have any fees. Right. And they said no. They can't mm-hmm. do anything about it. So. My question to you is because I've heard people talking, but I wanted to talk to you about closing accounts. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? And and the only reason I'm even thinking about this is because I just don't want to get hit with the fee from both accounts every year. I'm just tired of it. So what would you advise?
1: Well, in general, I always say never close an account because what has happened with um, FICO in recent years, when people close an account they act like, oh, my goodness, they're getting ready to go bankrupt. I mean, that's okay. how they are hitting people negatively with it. However, each person, each situation is different because um, cycle system, uh, 15% of your credit score is the length of the credit history. So it's, say if you had this card for 20 years, mm-hmm. that's, that's really worth it okay. because, because that's been a long length of credit history. Okay. But it also depends on, if you have other cards that have been more than five, ten years, too. Okay. Because you want to really look at, you know, what is the composition of your, your credit history. If you're kind of thin on credit history, then I would t- say to people, don't close it. And okay. especially if it's been positive for more than a year or two years, because okay. that's that's how your FICO score comes up. Okay. If, and I totally get that you don't want to pay someone for money when you can get it free somewhere else. hmm if you decide to close it, do not close everything at once. You might want to stagger it once a year because your your FICO score is going to take a hit. It's not a big hit, okay. but ten, okay. then 10 to 20 points, depending on what you're trying to do, might mm-hmm. take you out of the running of what you need to do. Okay. But if you do decide to close an account because they're charging you fees and your credit history is pretty rich and long, mm-hmm. stagger it out. And, let, and please note, they'll probably say, we don't want to lose you. How do we keep you? Okay. Then they might also come back and you'll say, well, I asked for free and you didn't. So okay. now I'm leaving. Okay. All and right. you might uh-huh. even want to transfer. You can do a account transfer for zero balance, zero balance mm-hmm. transfer. Do that. That's even better because then you're taking everything away from them. Yay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You but won't yeah, play I in definitely. the sandbox well. <laughs> But I like that. I like I and I and I like and I and I am going to do that. I'm going to um my my goal, you know, is to pay it down and once I paid it down I was gonna go back to them again and mm-hmm. just say, hey, this is why I'm really thinking about closing it, but I am going to take your advice because I'm looking at my credit score, and it just looks like some beautiful numbers right now. I never thought numbers oh, yes. could look so beautiful, and they just start. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you're looking really good here. You know, I see the commercials with yes. the you know, little the guy and his credit number. I'm like, you know, that's me right now.
1: <laughs> so,
0: yay. <laughs> do you have any um, final
1: tips you want to provide uh, for listeners? What I really would like to tell everyone is the process, and it's okay. Don't beat yourself up for past behavior, because at any given point, you can stop, drop, and say, you know what, I'm going to stop doing that. I'm going to do something different. And congratulate yourself on the mindset of doing something different. And then I love how you said daily, I am not going to spend money on this, or I'm going to work on that. Whatever you need to do is a daily habit that will give you long-term, wonderful consequence of having, you know, they'll have the same story as you. Like, I'm loving my numbers now. It takes time. I literally have um, a client from three years ago. She contacts me periodically, and she's like, my scores are in the 700s now, and I was in the 400s. Three years. But she had to consistently do the same thing over and over again. Think of uh, your credit like uh, physical fitness, every day if you do something, you're going to get a result and you're going to look better every single day. But it's not automatic. Mm. It's not overnight. You have to do the work. That's wonderful, Tara. So how can people connect with you? How can listeners connect with you? Well, I am The Credit Woman, and if you are on planet Earth, you will find me (laughs) (laughs) because I'm on social (laughs) media. (laughs) So Twitter, The Credit Woman. Facebook, The Credit Woman. Instagram, The Credit Woman. My email address is thecreditwoman at gmail. And I'm Tara Colquitt. I'm The Credit Woman. You can find me anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and that is so true. You need to connect with her via social media because
0: you will get so much information and resources that will help you. In the new year, you know, reach your goals and work on your goals, and you'll just have somebody like there on the side just motivating you, and she does workshops and speaking engagements. So yes. just make sure you connect with her. And now that I know you're on Instagram, I'll have to find you because I'm on Instagram now too, so yay. Oh, but I am horrible at Instagram because it's
1: using technology of your phone. I It's <laughs> harder I for know. me. It really so is, but yeah, but you're I'm such there. a
0: guru of, of of social media, though I mean you're out there,
1: I know, I know, but it's you know it it's it's beautiful to be out there and i'm I'm like I'm out there so people can find me somewhere that's that's okay. the biggest thing, so i'm and I'm happy it. to be there, but some things are easier than others, but and <laughs> that. that isn't that just like credit that isn't that just about life
0: everything some life.
1: things are easier than others, but it's all yeah. worthwhile,
0: yes, it is well, thank you so much, Tara.
1: Janet, I appreciate you so much also. And I, you know, once again, you motivate me to be better. So thank you so much.
0: Thank you. Well, that was a great interview from Tara. And, again, I would suggest you listen to this over and over and over again. And I'm going to take a quick, quick break drink some tea, because that's drinking hot peppermint tea, and then I'm going to come right back with some Taylor tip times on how you can just organize the paperwork in your life as you work yourself getting free from your debt.
1: Hello, this is Bob Lewis from Closet and Storage Concepts, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized with Janet Taylor.
0: Thank you, Bob Lewis, and I got an opportunity to meet my favorite designer that I always work with, Tim Albert of Closet and Storage Concepts at the Philadelphia Home Show today. So, of course, if you go to my Facebook page or my Twitter feed, you'll be able to see me and Tim um, in front of the Closet and Storage Concepts booth. But Got Clutter? Get Organized podcast is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. They have over a hundred and fifty thousand titles to choose from, and you can listen to them on any device, including whatever you're listening to me on right now. And of course, if you sign up at the URL audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. You can get a free audiobook, a free audiobook, and a one month free trial of the service. Now, because we are celebrating the life and the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King, one book, because I have two books this evening, the first book is The Power of Giving How Giving Back Enriches Us All. And it's written by Azam Jamal and Harvey McKinnon. And it's a practical and visionary guide that helps you discover that the more you give, the more you have. And then the next book I want to provide for you, which is in line with what our topic is this evening, it is Your Credit Score 101 Tips to Boost Your Credit Score and Save You Money by Tom Evans and by being persistent and following the tips in this audio book you can turn your credit situation around. So again, that is 101 tips to boost your credit score and saving you money. This is by Tom Evans and the other ebook is The Power of Giving. So go to Audible trial dot com forward slash get organized and take advantage of the free offer and those free resources and you know um learn something about your credit score and possibly learn something you can share and enrich your life by the benefits of giving of giving but in Taylor's tip time, getting organized to free yourself from debt and these are just five tips that you can do that will help you really gain control of the paper piles that may be related to the financial um, papers in your home and in your life. First of all, you need a filing system, so develop a personal-slash-family filing system for financial statements, documents related to your home, and other documents you need to keep. Now, of course, a lot of you may... Scan documents, so you may not necessarily need a physical filing cabinet. But if you do scan, make sure you create a folder on your computer so you can find information the first time you look for it. And therefore, you create a folder. You can do um, bank statements if you decide to upload all your bank statements, and then whatever your financial information, because you can have a major folder that says financial information, and then you can break it down to the different banks, you can break it down to if you have anything related to your mortgage, your investment, other properties, etc. The next thing you want to do is you want to establish a system to record your expenses. So you can use so many different softwares as well as apps in order to do that because that will allow you to stay on top of what you're spending, what you're earning, and see, like Tara said, what things you make can eliminate because sometimes we, out of habit, we do things, and we spend money, and we pay bills, but if we really have a financial spreadsheet of what we're actually paying over two months, three months, six months, to a year, then we realize, you know, maybe we need to tackle that expense as well as figure out how to eliminate some of it or discontinue it completely. Establish a retention schedule after speaking with your legal and your financial advisors so you'll know how long to keep information because what I find is the filing cabinet becomes the archive. And a filing cabinet should have two years' worth of information, the current year and the previous year. So right now your filing cabinet should have 2014-2015. All the rest should be either archived, scanned, or archived in a box, scanned on your computer, or either shredded. So that way, by talking to, sitting down with your tax professionals, legal professionals, financial professionals, they can tell you there are probably documents that you've had for 25 years that you can get rid of. Also, the IRS has a publication, 552, that lets you know how long you need to keep information according to their standards. You know, maybe you don't really need 15 years of a bank statement. And, of course, if you have bank statements from a bank that is no longer in existence because of the merging and you closed the account maybe 20 years ago, then it's time to get rid of that information. But make sure you shred it. And, of course, with that, you want to schedule yearly purging sessions. And this is a great time because you're gathering all the information for your taxes and to get your taxes done. So this is a good time of year to really begin to get rid of the information you don't need and to organize, scan, or shred the information that either you need to keep or shred the information you need to discard. Because in the beginning of the text is a great time, as I said, get the shredder out, discard stuff you don't need. Also, and the last thing is you want to keep track of what you owe. So whether you do it by spreadsheet, app, um, software, keep track, organize the statements, because that motivates me. I mark my calendar off as you as you heard me say, with my interview with Tara, I mark my counts off. Every time I don't use my credit card, I mark it off, and I start dating it. And that's what motivated me, because first it was a week. Then it was 30 days. Then it was 90 days. And next thing you know, I'm like at 150 days. So now I'm over 300 days, and it's it's getting a little easier. I'm not going to say it's, you know, it's, it's not. It's getting easier because I look at something, And then I realized, do I really want to spend the money right now and charge it? No. Because as I said, I'm at an age now, I'm 51, I'll be 52, I'm looking at retirement. I want to be debt-free in retirement because I want to just be able to travel whenever and wherever I want. And I also am looking at interest rates and everything. So when you begin to just sit down and really look at how much money you're saving, then that's a motivator as well. So again, develop a family filing system. Number two, establish a system for expenses. Uh, number, And this will help you too for those of you who have to one, keep track of the family's expenses so you can eliminate things, but also for those of you who have to submit expense reports. Then that will be money coming back to you. Establish a retention schedule. Schedule yearly purges and you want to keep track of what you um. So that's my tailor tip time. Now moving on to my Toss It Tuesday because you know today's Monday. Tomorrow is Tuesday, which is Toss It Tuesday, and I'm telling you to toss all shred all those credit card offers. Toss those promotional inserts that come with the bill as well as the envelopes you don't need now that you pay your bills online. You don't need any of that stuff. And actually, depending on how what type of software you do, sometimes you can just download and actually make you can reconcile your bank statements by downloading the Quick and QuickBooks, and I'm sure there's other types of software as well. So you may not even have to print anything. Um, but I'm old-fashioned. I like to print it. I like to look line by line and look at everything because, for me, it helps me keep track of my spending, things I may need to eliminate, et cetera, and, of course, anything that should not be on there at all. So, again, toss it Tuesday. Get rid of those credit card offers. Toss all that promotional material as well as the envelopes from the bills that you now pay online. Well, I wanna thank you all for your posts, your tweets, your emails. I love it. Thank you for following me on social media. Thank you for following me, um, on Instagram. And for those of you who are following me on Instagram, I posted a video of myself dancing with a Philadelphia um Philly fanatic. I was actually in one of the exhibitors' booths asking questions today at the home show and all of a sudden he came and he, he just wanted to dance and people just started pulling out the cameras, so you'll get to see me. So on Instagram, I'm OrganizerJanet, so go check it out and you know hopefully you'll have a good laugh because it was a little funny time for me. But I did receive an email, and this email said, after organizing a common area such as a kitchen cabinet and cooking utensil drawers, how do I teach others the proper place without alienating them. Now my suggestion is once you do, organize it. Let everybody know where everything is by just giving them a simple tour of where everything is located and inform them of the reason so that no one will have difficulty finding any items and so the next person can find it easily and put it back. So that's the biggest thing. You just have to give them a tour and say, "Hey, this is where um the forks, the knives, the spoons the the um the cooking utensils are, and the reason I set it up like this is because I like this drawer to have all of my cooking utensils, my spatulas, et cetera, because when I'm by the stove, it makes it so much easier. Or if you decide you want to make something in the morning and you need something, it's so much easier to grab it from this, this drawer. And that's why. And the utensils are over on this side because it's easier because when you're setting the table, it makes it so much easier. So sometimes just giving them a tour and letting them know. And then also stressing that, hey, it makes it easier for everybody if we all put everything back. So then in the morning when we're rushing and we want to make a bowl of cereal, we don't have to get frustrated because we can't find a spoon, and even with everything in the house. So as you work through the areas of the house, do the same thing. And also, depending on the ages of the children, um, just ask for their input. If they give you input, just take it, because sometimes because of what they're doing and their heights, et cetera, um, one today I... I met a woman and she wanted to organize her shoes and I was sharing with her some of the different systems that she could use, but I said you don't want to put it past a certain height because of your height because you want to be able to reach them and not have to depend on anybody else. So that is my tip. So continue to send me your questions by just going to my website at JanetMTaylor.com. And go to the contact page and you can send me your questions and I will get to it. And I will respond to it to you personally, but I'll also share it with all of my listeners. Well, my app for this week is Ready for Zero because we're talking about getting free from debt. Ready for Zero, it links all your debts or tells us what we owe. There's a lot of things that do that. And you can sit back while... They create a personalized plan, then prepare you to conquer your debt. Include your credit card debt, student loan debt, mortgages, auto loans, medical debt, and any other type of debt you want to tackle. With your personalized plan, you have the power to take control of your financial life for good. And they'll even even take you through steps to show you the fastest way to get out of debt and keep you motivated as you go along. So, again, that is ready for zero. That is my app suggestion for the week. Now, my product suggestion, because you may have paperwork, you may need to organize things, the the, the credit card statements, receipts, etc., is a 13-pocket accordion letter file. And this one happens to be coming from the Container Store. And, of course, after this segment, you can go on my social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter, and you'll be able to see exactly what it looks like as well as a link if you need to purchase one for yourself. But basically, it's an accordion letter file, and it helps you organize the paperwork, including warranties, receipts, and other important documents. And it expands fully at the bottom. And also, um, each pocket is separated by a tab divider, which, of course, you can label, and it's two business card slots that help you label contents as well. So this is a great way to keep all of your information contained. And also this might be something you can use in order to organize all your tax-related receipts for 2015. Start the year off organized that way. Now my repurpose is, of course, um, taking one of the old filing cabinets and just making it new because I know a lot of you out there probably have filing cabinets. They may be old, but we're trying to talk about getting free from debt. So instead of going out there and purchasing one, look at the different ways, and you go to my repurpose page on Pinterest, and just find some creative ways in order to spruce up that filing cabinet. Then once you do that, then you go in there and you purge it of all the information that can be either shredded Or you can archive or scan and give it new life and just start it fresh and anew with your 2014 and 2015 information. So instead of going out there buying anything, save some money and repurpose that filing cabinet. So that's my repurpose suggestion of the week. Well, of course, I still have my free resources available to all of you. I thank all of you for signing up and for all of you who still may not have done it um my j m t free resources the first one is the thirty minutes or less simple tips to organize your life and of course twenty five tips ebook is also and it's twenty five tips to help you organize your workspace, and with that, you get a free audio on how to have a smooth morning routine. And the 30 minutes or less are tips that you can do in your home, your office, and your life in 30 minutes or less, 30 minutes or less. So those are my free resources. I definitely want to thank you again for those of you who did come out and visit me at the Philadelphia Home Show. And I have something special for all of my Blog Talk Radio followers I am going to be forwarding you At the end of the show A link So you can take advantage Of the special offer I had For the Philadelphia Home Show Because I know a lot of you Because of where you're located Around the world You were not able of course to come So I want (coughs) to Excuse me Make sure that you take advantage Of that as well But of course those of you Um, who may not be on my mailing list, please do so. Sign up on my mailing list because I will be having a newsletter coming out soon. And I have a blog. Make sure you read my blog. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Google+, and I'm even on Instagram. So please do that as well. Well, of course, next week we will be having the stress, the good, the bad, the ugly, with Asaki Denise Jones, who is a stress coach, because I know that's another thing that a lot of us need to deal with in a new year, getting organized, tackling that debt, and dealing with stress a lot better and a lot easier than we have in the past. So I see a few of you are in the chat room. Of course, if you have any questions, you can post them because I will be on After I sign off. So, if you have any questions, and of course, again, go to the website, janetmtaylor.com, click on the contact section, and then you can just email me your questions. But I wanted to say the quote of the week is The time is always right to do what is right, and that is by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Again, the time is always right to do what is right, Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. Well, I truly want to thank all of you for joining me this evening and um, for just allowing me to continue to do what I love to do. I hope you go to my website, JanetMTaylor.com, and just check it out. Look at all the resources that are available. Check out my my. Pinterest page, Twitter, etc. Sign up to be on my email list. So I do hope you continue to have a great week. And until next time, I want you to have a clutter free day, but most of all, have an organized week. Organization is the quintessential element to a clutter free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.